Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. I'm Ken Moore, and on this edition of Arkansas AgCast, I'm speaking with Matt King, Director of Public Affairs and Government Relations for Arkansas Farm Bureau, and we're talking about the uh, looming trade war between the United States and some of our most important trading partners, including China, Mexico, Canada, even the European Union. And Matt, uh, today, Friday, July the 6th, uh, we've known this day is coming, and and as of today... uh, the United States is going to begin charging tariffs on $34 billion in Chinese imports. First of all, for those who, who may not be aware or have not been following this for the last month or so, we've been anticipating this day. And why is President Trump doing this? Well, this is a this is a day, like you said, we have been anticipating. Uh, 25% tariff is going on, on $34 billion worth of Chinese products coming into the U.S. because of intellectual property violations. For those products, we've already implemented tariffs on other products like steel and uh, washing machines, solar panels, things like that. There have been a lot of those products that we've talked about over the last few weeks where those tariffs have been implemented. The reason why this one right now is such a big deal to us, all of them have been have impacted agriculture. We've already seen pork exports being impacted by this, we've seen sorghum exports being uh, impacted from this, but with soybeans, you're in a in a bit of a different ballgame there, just because it's so large. Fourteen and a half billion dollars worth of trade between the United States and and China just just for soybeans. And from an Arkansas perspective, three and a half million acres of what we produce in, in row crop. It's our largest row crop, and a lot of that is exported by. Uh, 90, 90% or so of that would be export. We produce 158, 158 million bushels of soybeans, and only about 17 will be crushed here, here in Arkansas. So the rest of that's going down the river for the export market. China imports about 60% of the United States soybeans that we produce. So overall, if you look at it on average across the United States, one out of every three rows of soybeans produced ends up in China. And there's not enough markets out there internationally that if we lose the Chinese market that we can make that up. That, therefore, we've seen these market reactions. The market react to the, to the news of these tariffs. Initially, we saw some downturn, and then the market recovered a little bit. But as we've loomed closer to this, we've seen the market fall from about $10.50 for the new crop, the, the November contract, down to, less than, down to about $8.50. So that's $2 a bushel off of off of those and just looking at arkansas we're going to like i said earlier we're going to produce about 150 plus million bushels of uh, soybeans that's 300 million dollar hit to farmers here in arkansas just on the on the price of those and when soybean prices go down the way all these commodities are tied together it's impacted the corn price that's down 50 cents rice prices are weakening because the steel tariffs that we've put on on Turkey, for instance, Turkey's gone in and retaliated against rice. We've seen the Chinese retaliate against rice. A lot of these, there's been a lot of tit for tat on, on these trade, uh, these uh, tariffs and things like that. And agriculture is the first thing that they're going to attack because a lot of these countries want their food security. They'd like to produce more internally, but uh, but they've they've allowed some imports and things like that. If they can cut cut back on imports and use more domestic products, that's what they would like to do. 
Well, this issue, and just explain for me, uh, is between the United States and China, major trading partner. But uh, so why are Mexico, Canada, even the European Union uh, imposing tariffs on our goods as well? Because we've also had, in addition to just imposing tariffs on some of the Chinese products, the 34, 34 billion that we talked about just a few moments ago, that is on intellectual property. But the United States is also, we've heard a lot about the steel tariffs. Now we have a lot of steel interest here in Arkansas, so there's, there's mixed feelings about whether those steel tariffs are beneficial or, or harmful from an Arkansas perspective. But from an agriculture perspective, those 25% tariffs that we've put on steel not only coming out of China, it's also impacting Mexico, it's impacting Canada, it's impacting the European Union and Turkey and other countries. They've gone in as a result of that and imposed their own tariffs, retaliatory tariffs, to try to counteract the impact of what, what they're going to lose in steel exports. I see here, it was reported here, that it could impact certain everyday goods like pizza, yogurt, chocolate, orange juice. We're seeing 25% retaliatory tariffs, as you said, from Canada, cranberries, peanut butter. This is where, where can this go? Where will it end? That, that's, that's the million-dollar question right now about where will this end. But as far as from a consumer perspective on some of these things, that while we're seeing these, ex, these retaliatory tariffs being placed on products like pork, and uh, pork in particular you're going to see, you're losing a, one of your major trading partners there in China. The farmers can't just turn the spigot off and stop producing those, those pigs and things like that. They're going to produce those products. So therefore, we're going to have oversupply of some of these products. So there, might, there could be some impact at the grocery store to start seeing um, additional, additional discounts on bacon and sausage and pork chops, different things like that, because we've got to get rid of some of those products. You'll see some of the dairy, if, uh, if dairy products are impacted by this, you could see specials on cheeses and things like that. So there could be some, some positive impacts from a consumer's perspective here. But in those products that they are imposing the tariffs on, such as steel and things like that, can make other products more expensive. Well, Matt, just kind of wrapping this up, and we could go on and talk about this for another 10 minutes uh, potentially, but uh, it seems to me now it's like who's going to blink first now that uh, this date has arrived? Uh, But these are two major world powers, and uh, President Trump has not shown any indication he's going to back down from this regardless of the uh, results. Our biggest challenge right now, I mean, where we are from a soybean perspective or from a lot of of other product perspectives, our farmers are producing these things right now. They're in the field. This isn't typically our big export season for for most of these products. So while we're growing these things, we've still got a couple of months here until we get into that September time frame when this product actually hits the market. Uh, Soybeans, when the soybeans start start to enter the market that are being grown this year, this thing needs to be cleared up because there's not enough other sources out there to take up this additional demand. The The domestic livestock industry is going, if, if this is a prolonged, um, uh, has a prolonged impact on the marketplace, they're going to have to make adjustments. There may be, may be farmers who instead of having, they, they may lose a, lose a set of animals coming through their operation. They may be, have longer downtimes, things like that, that could, could impact their profitability and their, their returns over the long term. We'll just have to wait and see. Hopefully, as you just said, uh, this will be resolved sooner than later uh, and, and certainly well before the harvest season later this fall. Matt, thanks for explaining this for us here real quick this morning. I've been speaking with Matt King, Director of Public Affairs and Government Relations 
for the Arkansas Farm Bureau.